This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So... The only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Actually helps if you press the go live button. That usually does the trick, doesn't it? It's, it's always a start. It's like going back a few weeks to when you were away. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I had my little 52-point checklist of everything I needed to press. <laughs> right. Five, four, three, two, one. Oh, great flick on by Alan Armstrong. Oh, oh, what a beauty! Oh, what a beauty! I'm wasting all my life for that! What a screamer! Oh, as if we needed a trophy to tell us we're the pride of Cheshire. Take that crew, you absolute wrongans. Hello and welcome to the pre-Watershed County show that should probably be post-Watershed. Don't worry, some of us have promised to behave this week. Sometimes it's like being with a load of flipping zoo animals on here. This is, of course, the Scarf Bagara War, your number one provider of unofficial, unqualified, baseless county opinions. <laughs> I'm Nick Lee. That's Russ Johnson. We should probably crack on, mate. Lots to get through. But first, how are you? I feel like people come up to me and talk about the show, but they never ask me how you are. I'm all right, yeah. I'm all right. Yeah, how are you? A bit jittery. I, yeah, very I'm, jittery. We'll talk about that later. Probably throughout yeah, I, the show. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, just constantly. I'm since you asked how I am, I fell down the stairs the other day, mate. Did you? Yeah, proper. It's not. This isn't like the lead up to a joke. <laughs> oh, right, I thought it was thought it was like <laughs> up to a joke, right? This isn't like the lead up to me trying some of my terrible stand up. I genuinely fell down the stairs while carrying plates, so I'm in agony this week. I just constantly dosed up on painkillers. It's been horrible. But the painkillers kind of help with like the pressures of the title race. Yeah, it makes you numb to, numb to it. I get, I get that. Yeah, might yeah. try that myself. Just, yeah. just, just, just taking some painkillers. I'll, I'll come and, uh, I'll come and drop them off, mate. Black, <laughs> Black Suzuki Swift, mate. Yeah. <laughs> 
Good stuff. Right, tonight we have got Chloe Berford is going to join us very, very shortly, probably about 20, 25 past seven. We're going to talk about Yeovil and smoking emitting devices, Boreham Wood, Cheshire Senior Cup, National League tin pottery, because there's plenty of that, uh, the promotion push and whether you're nervous or not. I know I know, I am. Uh, we've got the ladies to talk about. We've got a ticket giveaway. Um, yeah, but before that, I think we've got an advert for Arcade Well that you want to do, don't you? Yeah. Oh, you're just you're just not even not even bothering to link it in anymore. Are you? No. Well, I, I didn't know how to link it in with all the stuff that I just said. So I thought I'd just, like, just sort of say, just do that. <laughs> just do the sponsors. Well, yeah. Best way to do it. This week's podcast is sponsored by another Stockport team in fine form: Video Arcade Machine Manufacturer Arcade Wow. Their premium quality, brand new retro style arcade machines are popular in homes and businesses. Do what you want with them and come with over fifteen thousand games, including such classics as Space Invaders, Donkey Kong, and Pac Man. Not Pokemon, as I was uh, reliably informed last week in the comments. You can see all their arcade machines and even arrange a visit to their Stockport showroom at arcadewow.co.uk or see the link in the description. And as part of our collaboration, county fans can get a 50 quid discount by using code TSBW at the checkout. And if delivery is to the Northwest, you can select Collect as your delivery option and Arcade Wow will deliver and install it for free saving you a further 99 quid. And we get a kickback as well. So visit Stockport's very own arcadewild.co.uk and save 149 Earth pounds now. Lovely stuff. It already feels like we're rushing because we've got so much to get through. So let's just... Mad, isn't it? Yeah, just, let's just relax. Okay, we've got uh, Oxley and Tom from Spy Rights Right waiting in the wings to come and discuss with us the match on Monday... I think it's on Monday, and I think it's three o'clock. But we'll discuss that as well in a second. Okay, let's let's get them out. Hey, oh, boys, you all right? Yeah, not too bad. I feel like it's a very different situations than the last time we were talking to you, isn't it? From our point of view. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I get it's from ours as well. Oh no, I, I, was was we top of the league when we last spoke, or were you top of the league? I can't remember, you know. I, yeah, I just don't know. I think I'm going to say we were top just for my own pride, but we were fighting, weren't we? We were fighting for it at that point. It's safe to say now, well, I mean, it, it was gone weeks ago for us, wasn't it? Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, so that, that that's really the opening question. And I guess the more questions will lead on from this. What has, t- what has, what has happened since we drew with you 2 2? Losing Kabonga Don't Shemanga say well. injuries. Don't say injuries. Let's try and go without saying injuries. <laughs> uh, it's the first thing I've got to say. You know, losing Kabonga Shemanga was, was the big one, really, I think. Uh, obviously, we've been plagued by injuries all season to a certain extent, but Shemanga was the big one. You know, what well, he'd already scored. He's still a top scorer now, isn't he? I want to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it just shows you how good a season he was having. Then, you know, all of a sudden to lose that and to have a new manager come in and try and completely change the style of play and the formation mid-season, you know, it's just caused a lot of turmoil. I don't fully blame Cook because, you know, when you get a new manager coming in, they're going to try and implement their style, aren't they? So, you know, you're not going to blame him for it, but also it's probably put the title, well, the title was out of our hands weeks ago, like I said, but it's probably thrown a bit of a spatter in the works because we're not playing to the levels we were previously. That's agent Cook. What what are your thoughts, I don't know. If you see me looking down, I'm looking at the chat. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, they're all coming in. They're all coming. Uh, they're all coming in. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've seen them all. 
Yeah, I should have I should have disabled that for you, lads. Um, given 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 that, um, yeah, because it is disruptive, isn't it? I know I know we when we spoke last time, I said, well, I think James Rowe had just left, had he? When we spoke last time, and yeah. I said, you know, do you think that'll affect you? Because whether you lose, you know, you, you had a great squad. Well, you've got a great squad. Uh, obviously, you had Shimanga in there. Even a change of a manager is going to disrupt it, no matter what, isn't it? Yeah, of course, of course it is. Um, and obviously, when when you lose your manager that's got you to the top of the league, playing a certain way, it's just mm. it's weird to have a new manager coming in when you're winning games and change things, isn't it? Usually, they come in when you're losing games. Yeah. Uh, so it's just a really weird situation. But then, obviously, it's it's a different, completely different style, really, just to what the players were playing previously, because. Paul Cork, as I'm sure you probably know, is very much a passing kind of manager. He likes the expansive passing style of the game. And it can work, but you need the technical players to play it. And I'm not entirely sure if all of our players are up to the task. So far, it seems like they are struggling to adapt a little bit. What's the what's the atmosphere been like at the Technique Stadium since since the- since all this carry on has, has, has gone on, because you were high, you were flying high, weren't you? Because obviously we're going to visit on on Monday. I get, I, I get all my dates mixed up in my days. You know, it's going like, to get moved again anyway, oh, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's Wednesday well, night, like ten. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but we'll, we'll we'll come to that the, the, the kickoff time. But just before that, what's the mood like? Is is what's the feeling around the fans? Is it that oh, it's completely gone now, and you blame you bemoaning luck, or or you know, is, is it something else? Just generally. I think it's gone. Uh, any motivation that we did have has definitely gone. Like when before Saturday's game against Dover, I was questioning whether to go play cricket or not. Gen- genuinely, than going to watch the game, it was like play cricket. Go expect us to lose to Dover, which nearly happened because they, they scored to make it two one in the eighty third minute or something daft like that, and then they just collapsed like they normally do. But yeah, it was, it was genuine. It is going down slowly, like a balloon deflating. <laughs> it's, it's weird because a year ago we were in this exact same position you know fighting for a playoff place with what a few games left and uh, there was a really real feel good factor around the club and everyone was really happy about that and now 12 months on that feels like a big failure so I guess that just shows you in a way how far our club has come in a year that we've gone from you know being ecstatic to finish sixth place to now being sixth place again and being ang- well I mean quite a lot of people are angry about it um, I'm not personally because I think we made the right decision getting rid of James Rowe, as weird as it sounds, probably from a purely footballing point of view. No, we haven't because he's a fantastic football manager. But I think morals have got to take priority, haven't they? Even at the the cost of you know any chance of winning the league, as horrible as the last few months have been, really. But it is it is what it is. You just crack on, don't you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, it's football's a weird thing, isn't it? It's a weird industry, isn't it? Because he's gone and got another job straight away, pretty much at Fylde. Mm. I mean. I think if ever a manager fits a club, then Files and James Rowe are like a marriage made in heaven, aren't they? Um, <laughs> but um, it's, it's just like across the whole industry, though. You know, managers can can uh, perform poorly and they just get keep on getting jobs. Like Mark Hughes is a good example. No. John um, Sheridan is another one. <laughs> John Sheridan. Oh, don't say that. They're, our friends from Oldham will be... Uh, will be in touch, won't they? He's getting um, renewed contracts, isn't he, at Oldham, I want to say, for next season? Well, well they want to keep him, but given, given how much he loves the club, I'd, I'd expect, if he's not getting the, the assurances from board level, which mm. from, the, from the statement a couple of days ago, I don't think he will be. Um, no. So I, I wouldn't he, be surprised if he says, no, you're right. 
He nearly took mm-hmm. us to the National League North. You know, yeah. <laughs> we, we, were, we were falling quickly. You know, we were awful. Absolutely. We signed Anthony Gerrard at the back, oh. who I'm saying I could have done a better job. Genuinely. <laughs> it was about five yeah, stone overweight. Awesome. So. Yeah. I'd, I'd say his defending was as patchy as his hair, to be honest. <laughs> That's that's a good, <laughs> that's a good point though that you know because the the season before last was when you were near the bottom weren't you do, sort of was doing a south end weren't you or doing yeah. a stockport almost <laughs> yeah um, you know but you, you re, that was when she, so Sheridan got sacked and James Rowe got brought in I'm just getting my timeline straight here is that is that right yeah uh, Sheridan got sacked James Rowe got no we had John Pemberton no it was then. Pemberton wasn't it oh Pemberton yeah. yeah yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's uh, John John Rub of the Green Pemberton, as we as we call him in these parts. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. It. I, I remember, remember that. I do remember his comments for him. The Rub of the Green thing. It was his favourite expression, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's I kind of feel sorry for him because it it must have been tough, especially like during lockdown. Like it must have been tough for these managers. I think having to like be the, be the figurehead. You know, you yeah. know. Well, well, there's no fans in it. I think it must have been horrible. Yeah, well, I think he did get a short end of the stick in terms of money as well, because he, he was here in the back end of our old owners being here. Yeah. Um, so he never really got the chance to build his team, because I think it was about three or four games or something like that into the new season that the, the new owners decided to, to get rid of him and bring James Rowe in. So obviously there was money there, because Rowe spent it afterwards. Well, Pemberton just didn't want to spend it, I think. He wanted us to try and live on a small budget, and then Rowe came in, and obviously that was thrown to the wind. Did it ever get confirmed what exactly James Rowe did? Obviously, erring on the side of like libel laws. Yeah, I'm not really sure how much we're allowed to say to be honest. sentence yeah. from now on. <laughs> yeah, yeah we, 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 I think everyone's heard the rumours. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was. It's, it's not been confirmed. And I don't think the police will ever reveal the details of no. it, to be honest. But, um, yeah, obviously, there's been a lot of rumours about what has happened, and if that is the case, then again, right decision for me completely. Yeah. I mean, if if the police are involved, you can't expect them to do anything anyway. Given the carry on that we've had over the last forty eight hours with Monday's game, I don't yeah. think Ed, I don't yeah. think Derbyshire police are. Uh, I think they're quite inept to say, to say the <laughs> least. Oh, what? There's a football game next Monday. Well, we didn't know. Bloody hell! Ridiculous. So. Monday's game then, I mean, we, we've we had a right palaver, haven't we, on this, you know, when, when's it being played kind of thing. Um, what, what, how has that played out from your side? I, I guess you're just as annoyed as us with with the timings being moved. And obviously, I know we're travelling and we're bringing 2,600, so it's harder for us in terms of trains and whatnot. But it's still a bank holiday Monday, isn't it? Whether it's afternoon or evening for you guys. Yeah. Uh, it's... It's strange because I didn't know it had been changed. You know, on BT Sport, to be honest, until it started faffing around with all the times. So oh, I'll just be a three o'clock kickoff, and all of a sudden it was twenty past five, and then I thought, well, that's not going to happen because it just doesn't. Like I said, we played Notts County once; it was twenty past five kickoff. We were in Nottingham from seven. I mean, from nine o'clock in the morning. So you thought they're never going to make that mistake again. Yeah. And, and then I just thought, oh, it's going to get changed. And you lot announced it was 20 past five. And then we're like, whoa, 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 no, it's not. <laughs> well, the police. Because there was rumours floating around for kind of a, a couple of hours before it got announced. There was like rumours that it was it was going to be moved. And then, yeah, as, as soon. But then w- within about 10 minutes of it being announced, it was like, oh, actually, 
don't don't get any train tickets yet. It's like, what, what do we do? <laughs> It's it's it's, an, it's absolute carnage though, isn't it? Because I've seen people on Twitter. There's a, there's a lady on Twitter who said that I think she's coming from the other end of the country, not from Stockport, but she's obviously a county fan. They'd already booked hotels based on the time change. They'd already booked hotel tickets or something because of mm. trains and things. And now it's been moved back. She didn't need to do that. And she's trying to get a refund. And she's going to lose money. And the tr- the, the new train time's now forty quid extra. All that sort of stuff. Mm. They just it's like they, it's like National League don't think about these things before they do them. It, yeah, it's, it's mental. Is it? It's it's another example of the suit sat in the office who, on paper, make decisions and they, they don't actually think about how it might affect the people who actually go to the games on the on the ground. And that's a, I mean, you just got to look at the playoff final venue backlash yeah. over the last few yeah. days, haven't you? With the it being at West Ham Stadium, I mean, it doesn't make huge odds in terms of travelling because either way, we'd have gone to Wembley or West Ham's ground. You know, so it's just the other side of London. But it's more the principle of it, isn't it? Like, yeah. what is it? Every single one of the teams in the playoffs currently are either in the Midlands or the North, and they're dragging us down to London, the, not even going to Wembley. I think the closest team to West, I mean, to West Ham Stadium is 150 miles away, <laughs> or or some at that flight. Like, it's like who's? Why we just go to Old Trafford, you know, yeah. or Leicester, Hill yeah. Park, or Hillsborough? Yeah, or like, yeah. yeah, plenty yeah. of choices. Yeah, but you, you make a good point though, Tom, don't you? With it, it's, it's usually at Wembley anyway, and everyone, you know, we, we we don't even bat an eyelid when it's at Wembley. It's that's just a given. The other thing oh, that is thought, stupid to have it at Wembley as well. Like. Well, it is, yeah, yeah, it is. If it's two northern clubs, that I think it is stupid. Yeah. Um, the other thing is I, I I saw the other day as well because is the playoff final winner only has fifty two days to prepare for the League Two season. Yeah. I, I actually went to a mm. Q&A last night with Paul Cook. Oh, right. Someone asked that asked that exact question. They went, if you win the playoffs, you've got 58, you know, 56 days or whatever. It's what happens. Mm. So they're already planning for it in case it happens. But there's no time for a break. What, do you have two weeks off and then everyone's back? Or do you not have a break at all? Do you just plough through? <laughs> it's well, yeah, it's just to recruit. You can't recruit anyone really in fifty-six days, especially if they've got all gone on holiday, and they're probably already suited for next season. So it just turns into a bit of a palaver, really. A a... Yeah, and it's not even like in League Two you'd have the um, the benefit of the no transfer window either, would you? Because you know at least in this league you can get away with it and sign players yeah. a few months into the season, can't you? But in League Two you can't, can you? When, yeah. when does it Unless... show, is it August, September, something like that? The transfer yeah. window. Um, you, you, you're stuck till January, aren't you? So, yeah, yeah it, it's not enough time, is it? Really, I think I think that needs to be looked at along with a lot of other things with the national league. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I That could be a separate podcast of its own, like our, our manifesto. You know. <laughs> Honestly, the amount we've moaned about the national league on our podcast now is just yeah, it's every week pretty much we've got a new grievance with them, but they keep doing stupid things. You well, know, get you out together, and we won't slag you off. <laughs> Yeah, it's just basic stuff that I if if the the everyday match going fan is picking up on stuff, then why are the people running the league not just using their brains and thinking? Well, you know, it is, it is the fans who are pay who are paying to get in every week, and just it seems to have constantly been inconvenienced. And obviously, with, with the TV thing for next week, B, BT have played a part in that as well. They've it's it's not like a, a week before the game. They've suddenly realised that we're both 
clubs that have got something to play for. So well, no, you could you could have told that from like November, December, and, and then made the arrangements to put it on telly then. Because I mean, it's a Monday anyway, so they can put it on telly three o'clock as they have because the embargo doesn't, doesn't come into play. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's just strange that they've they've suddenly. It's like they've, they've just looked at the table now at the end of April. And gone, like, oh, that's a good one, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. It is I, weird. I yeah, it's, 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 they've been used to it being a part-time league for so long. But yeah. suddenly they've got a product now, which is arguably bigger than League Two. Yeah. And they don't know how to run it. <laughs> it's yeah. the easiest way to describe it. Yeah, spot on. Got, it is bigger than League Two if you look at the teams, apart from Bradford. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it is. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's it's arguably with almost every single team professional now. It's basically like a league free, isn't it? And I, I still maintain that within a few years, it'll just be absorbed into the football league in some way. Yeah. I don't know how it'll happen. It might get restructured, but I do think it will get absorbed at some point. I really yeah. hope that if we're in the football league when that vote goes, that vote happens. I, I really hope we don't, because because I mean, Yeovil were one of the clubs who voted to pull the ladder up. When they were in League Two, they voted against the Did they? extra, extra Did promotion they? places. Yeah, that's yeah. Poor, they, they that, from from historic non-league teams, yeah. that's poor. That. Yeah. yeah, and I, I, be- I believe they also wanted to do something similar with the championship as well. They wanted to make the. Cha- I think Yeovil voted to make the championship almost into like a Premier League Two, and then mm. and then pull that ladder up as well. It's like these teams need to just go off and play in America. <laughs> make, make, make them go and play in like the MLS or something where there's no relegation. It's almost like we should have discussed this last week when Dave Coates from Glover's Cast was on. <laughs> Why did we not think of that? I don't know. It's weird. weird. We had enough on our plate. <laughs> and, uh, um, so, Sunday then. Um, what, what, what's Sunday? What's, sorry, Monday. This is what. <laughs> uh, Monday then. <laughs> um, we don't we don't play three o'clock on a Saturday again, do we? This season, that's what's doing me in. Anyway, Monday, three o'clock. Uh, what what are you? What are your expectations? What's your predictions? Not score predictions. I mean, just like you know how the game's going to go, kind of thing. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I don't. I don't know. Um, we've been really inconsistent for weeks now. Uh, I, I remember a few weeks ago we played Notts County at home, and in the second half we were absolutely brilliant. Ended up stuffing three one. Um, and it was a really, really good performance. And since then, which has been so up and down, we don't know what Chesterfield we're going to get. So we could give you a really good game. We could get absolutely roll it to four or five nil. I'm not sure what could go either way. <laughs> well, I, I bet you all watched the Halifax game when we played them away, probably. And you, uh, and like the second half, annihilated them for 40 minutes, then let you know two goals slip. And then our manager came out afterwards saying, what are we doing? We've let in two soft goals. Mm. So, I don't know. Maybe we'll get a draw and class it as a win again. So, <laughs> I, love, I love the way I love it. I love it, Oxley, because you, you look at you're picking up on the comments and bringing it in. I love yeah. it. <laughs> do, you, do you think you can? Uh, Brilliant. There's a chance you could crowdfund an interpreter for Paul Cook. Awesome <laughs> scraps, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, Nick, Nick, don't be dissing Paul Cook. He's on our title screens. He's got yeah, agent, best agent of, Paul. A, a best ever goal against City. God, you can't, you can't be dissing Paul Cook. Do you know, I, I love it. It's the best part about his interviews, to be honest, is just the different tones of his voice throughout it. It changes like six times, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think there's like 
you, you know, like with the X Factor and all that, when it goes to boot camp and wherever they are, Dermot's there. It's like there's a factory of Dermot's somewhere <laughs> and they just send them off around the world. I think that's what's happening with Paul Cook. I think there's like four Paul Cooks, all with distinct voices, <laughs> and they just decide which one to wheel out every week. It's the only <laughs> yeah, they could cl- they could clone it, but they couldn't quite get the voice right. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Like Family Guy, where where Stewie makes the clones of him and uh, him and Brian, and they're just all a bit bit off. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love it. Okay, um, are you are you expected to sell out on Monday? Obviously, we've sold our allocation, but you know we're playing well, so it's it's no no great surprise. Um, yeah, it's a good question. That uh, there were only five thousand there against Dover, and that included I think fifty Dover fans, which you've got to say fair play to all fifty. Yeah, there, we don't, yeah. you know, already down. Um, so I don't know. I think, like we said, the positivity has waned a bit, but I do think it's a big game. Probably, I think a lot of people might be tempted to just go to the pub though. So I reckon it'll be about. Maybe five and a half, six thousand Chesterfield fans. I would have thought right. something like that. Good stuff. Okay. Um, right. Finally, then, because time's up. It feels like we could talk to you for another uh, another hour. To be honest, like we did last time, but we, we've got to press on. Uh, score predictions. Then start with you, Oxley. Uh, two two. Hey. <laughs> 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 love it. Love it. <laughs> Tom. <laughs> Um, I'll go three all. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. I, I can't handle a three all. No, I'm, no. I'm not doing that. Oh, I didn't <laughs> sign up for this. No, <laughs> be a cracker, be a cracker for the telly. Yeah, for the for the neutral. And that's, and that's the main thing, as, as we've established over the last twenty five minutes. We don't matter, mate. BT are happy. <laughs> it's the people people watching it on telly. They're the ones who matter. <laughs> Come yeah. on. <laughs> oh. uh, right, gents. It's been an absolute pleasure as always. Um, Good luck before and after Monday. Same to you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, perhaps we may we may be speaking to you in League Two next season or the National League next season, or we might not be talking to you at all. Or Maybe the just FA Cup. Or the FA Cup. We might, in fact, we might just. Well, I might just we might just get together and have a bit of a chat about footy. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds, like sounds good. Yeah. Right. Cheers, gents. Take care. See you soon. Cheers. Take care, lads. Bye. There we go. Okay. That was that was was very good. Um, Shall we swiftly move on and uh, bring Chloe in? Yes. Let's let's do that. I'll try to find a, a a nice transition. Let's just do the main transition. This is the Scarf Bagara War, a Stockport County fan-created podcast, blog, YouTube live show and website. Find us at thescarfbagarawar.co.uk. For county fans, by county fans. Hello, Chloe. Hello, good evening. Good evening, you well? Yes, thank you. Yeah, you? Good, good. Yeah, not bad, not bad. Um, nervous every day? I don't know about you. How, how, are, how are you feeling generally about the running? Yeah. Oh God, it's a bit of a roller coaster, isn't it? Really. I mean, <laughs> after we uh, lost at Yeovil, and I was like, "Oh no, please no!" Like, I just can't bear this. And then, obviously, um, then Wrexham lost, and it like cheered us all right up, didn't it? But yeah, I just—it's like it's so close. It's so tantalisingly close, but it's not there yet. 
Yeah. I was inconsolable on like quarter to five on Saturday. I just I felt like I'd been pushed out of a plane. It was just <laughs> like, oh no, like, oh, I've, got no, I've got no parachute. I was going, oh, it's horrible. And then the the, uh, the Woking parachute kind of uh, opened up. Do? Open yeah, up. That's what they do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you hope. <laughs> I guess Yeovil was one of those ones where you look at the fixtures and you're like, yeah, we'll win that. And you sort of mentally tick it off in your mind. And then, like, you 2 0 down, you're like, what is happening? This isn't in the script. It's like you might think you might struggle against Chesterfield or Wrexham or, you know, yeah. a game like that. But Yeovil wasn't supposed to be like that. No. And. Hopefully it focuses the mind. I, I went I went to the Oval match uh, and straight afterwards, and we'll, we'll we'll talk about the match in a second. But straight afterwards, we were we were inconsolable. I went with my son um, and, my, and my wife's cousins, two cousins, uh, Emma and Jane. So in the car on the way back, we're obviously dead dead downbeat. My, my lad sat next to me huffing and puffing, and I'm like, what are you, what are you huffing and puffing at? That, that match. It's like, oh right. Um, it was twenty minutes ago, Dan. Like that kind of thing. But then we got to Stresham Services for something to eat. And that's when the Woking match was ending. And we, we, obviously, you started, I could, there were county fans everywhere, just at Stresham Services. And when it came through that they'd actually, uh, they'd actually lost, it was, uh, Ray! in Stresham Services. It was a, it was the only thing, it was the, the only way you get that is by doing a long away journey where you've, you've lost yourself, haven't you? And then you get that slight relief. So on the back, on the way home after that, it was like we had the tunes on, we bought sweets from WH Smith. They were treating ourselves. It was well good after that. Totally saved Saturday night, didn't it, really? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, definitely. My my other half was just fuming with me. on I was walking around the house screaming. I was screaming at Will Collar so loud he could probably hear me in Yeovil when he got sent off. I was was that angry and just slamming doors, like... I thought, I thought, well, I'll keep myself moving about. I'll do a bit of tidying up and what have you. This was a day before I fell down the stairs, so the two aren't related. But, um, yeah, I was just absolutely fuming. She took herself off upstairs. She's like, I'm, I'm not being with you while it's like this. <laughs> it's not. And then, obviously, yeah, the, the, uh, the Woking equaliser, there was a bit of a cheer. And then, yeah, when it was full unbridled joy. When... I love the fact we're just talking about the Woking game. I know, yeah. What are we talking about? I, don't... I know. Let's talk about the Oval game then. So, um, I mean, I went. Did, did you two listen? To, did, you, did you go, Chloe? No? No, I listened to that one. Listened. Okay. So, yeah, so I, I went and, yeah, well, I mean, we'll talk about the smoke emitting device soon because uh, that was a, that was, that was a, I don't want to say pivotal. Obviously, the red card was probably more pivotal, but um, we just didn't play well. We just didn't. We didn't play like we played before. Um, that, that to a certain extent, they 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 played us in the right way. And once they got the lead, all of the um, all of the dark arts of football came out. You know, when when players were going into a corner, like their player was going into the corner, Minion would run up behind him, not even hardly. Probably just put his hand on his back or something, you know, to, to, to get close to him. Player goes over, free kick. So frustrating. Um, and then when we did actually manage to get the ball in the net, at, you know, obviously to make it two one, somebody throws. Um, it's not a smoke bomb, is it? I don't know. Is it like a smoke thing oh, onto yeah. the pitch, and that just absolutely kills our momentum. It just killed it dead. It killed it dead. So that whoever threw that, you, that's Which... you, that's that's on you. Really, not the loss, but that. You say it killed it dead, which ironically is what a lot of people wanted to do to the (laughs) offender. 
<laughs> yeah, there was there was no middle ground. It was just was the ban dog. him, ban him, kill him. Including Dave Challoner, um, strangely enough, and his post match yeah. interview. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was really, really angry about it. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, th- I thought it was, it was just, it's just that. But that's the thing. We've got got some youngsters who who need educating, and people have done a good job of educating them over the last few months. So hopefully. Uh, I'd imagine there was a few choice words. I didn't. I didn't normally with this type of like weird behaviour. You see people online saying, "Oh, I saw him bragging about it after the game," but there's been none of that in this case. So I, th- I think he's been uh, been told. I think because yeah. at the end, at the end of the day, I saw someone saying, "Well, he's, he's not a fan." So well, he is. He's, he's travelled to Yeovil. Right. Yeah. 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 If, if that doesn't make you a fan, what you know? I don't know what, what, what those. Yeah, it's just a mistake in it. It's. Mm. Yeah, you know, I mean, just don't do it again. Learn, learn about football and and pass, you know, um, flow ebbs and flows in games and and momentum and all that kind of stuff. Because if you don't know that, then you need to learn it if you're going to watch it, surely. Or if you do know that, then it's even more stupid for throwing it on at that point. Anyway, and this isn't like this isn't like an anti pyro thing either. No, no, this, no. This, no this because is, at Grimsby, awesome. it looked absolutely brilliant at Grimsby. Yeah, I was just. Like you know, where you walk in, and then you, we were sort of further along in the corner, and I was like walking past the big flags and the um, the blue flares and everything. I was like, "This is just so cool." Yeah. It just looked it looked so good. Um, but when you're throwing them onto the pitch, like you say, you're interfering with the game itself, and that's that's when it's stupid. Yeah, we had um, we had the, some, somebody let some off at the start of the match as well. You know, when the players were coming out, so it was all. Amongst us, it wasn't. It was just on the on the terrace here, so that that was pretty good as well. I mean, it was a bit, it was a bit coffee, you know. You're like, but it was it was good, and that's where I, I took up a couple of pictures. I, I do like it. I like it, and I, I saw something on online as well that somebody, um, I don't know who it was, but they said that the fan behaviour generally was poor, and I'm gonna re, re, I'm gonna re, you know rebuff that straight away. We sung. For the whole ninety minutes, even when we were two 0 down, two one down towards the end, okay, it got a bit of flat towards the end because you could see it ebbing away. But you know, we 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 didn't put a foot a foot wrong, and the the Hatters eighty three lads were there as well with the big flags mm. and things. So you could hear that on the radio. You could hear the singing yeah. coming through. Yeah, it sounded like a home game. Mad, really? Yeah, yeah, and it it kind of uh, took the. Because obviously Yeovil, as we as we heard from Dave Coates last week, Yeovil had these protests planned and everything. And it kind of when you when you've got a big a big protest against a board member planned, it kind of takes takes the shine off, kind of takes away from it when you win, doesn't it? I guess <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of felt sorry for him in that respect. I was like, oh, just give us a three points then, and then you can have your protest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They um, it it was weird as well because. They were very, they were very, very quiet up until they scored. And I know I have a bit of an issue with this. You know I have an issue with this. If anyone listened to last week's podcast, but I could, I knew why they were. And even when their their keeper made a really good save from Madden, I think it was early on, really good save. Um, the, the, everyone behind the goal, they didn't even clap. They didn't, they didn't even acknowledge the save. It was a really good save as well. Um, so. But yeah, they, they, they soon poked up once it scored, which is which is fair enough, I guess. What about um, the uh, the red card then? Thoughts? I'm going to do an Arsene Wenger now. I mean, I was too far away to see it, <laughs> but I mean, judging by judging by post match interviews, I've not seen it back actually as well. I probably need to do that. 
Uh, it sounded like it was a red card, so you know, no complaints. I don't think. I don't know, what was it like on the radio? I mean, was it clear cut? I think they seemed to think it was. Yeah. You know, they didn't seem they didn't seem to argue against it particularly. So you see it on the highlights, John Kerman says, "Oh, Collar's going to get a yellow here." Oh, wait, it's a red. But there was no shock or anything, and. I, I think it was stupid to give the referee that decision to make, particularly yeah. after Sarsovic. Sarsovic had had the same thing happen the other week. It's just, I, th- I think we need, and it's been a problem. If you look at the Reds we've had this season, if you look at the Kitchen one a few weeks ago, he got sent off for running 50 yards to get involved in something that in, in like the 95th minute of a game. It's not, I don't think Collar's gone out to hurt, hurt the opponent, but it's. It's just easy for the referee there, especially with a home crowd as well. They're going to get on his back and he's more likely to give it. People saying it's not a red, I'd, I'd love to see it happen against us at weekend and see how they're reacting. Because yeah. like, particularly some of them Solihull challenges last week where we were calling for a red card. I think, I think it's, it's, it's one of them, yeah, you'd, you'd be baying for blood if it happened against us. Yeah, yeah. Um, John Keane says... Uh, he was up 30 seconds later and took the free kick. Yeah. He was. Now, I don't, uh, just because someone isn't doesn't break the leg doesn't mean to say it's not a red card. I don't, no. I'm not sure I'm Not sure John's getting at that, but I did notice that. The lad stayed down, took physi- physiotherapy, which states that you have to go off the pitch, correct? Yeah. Which yeah. no referee in this league seems to know. So, no. Well, no. This one, Most players don't. Well, this referee didn't because I think he was there number eight and... He was their free kick taker. He probably said, "Look, I need to take the free kick. Can I stay on?" Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. If you, I don't know if it, I guess it must be the same with red card. But if the player who's fouled you has been booked, you don't actually have to go off the pitch. So I guess it must be the same with a red card. Really? Yeah. 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 Why? Because because if you sustain an injury, you sustain an injury. Why 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 do you why are you think, why are you made to go off the pitch? If I think you're made to go off the pitch to try and stop people from faking it or cheating, and I guess they think if the opposition player has been booked or red carded right, to offence, right. then it's clearly not cheating. Yeah, that makes sense. Now but there's a lot it. of confusion <laughs> because in the Solly Hall game, one of our players. It happened to one of our players where they got fouled. The opposition player was booked, and they. They got treatment, but they were made to go off anyway. Right. So I think even some referees don't really know. Yeah, particularly at this level. Yes. Yeah, that's. Oh well, well, I was I was fuming at that the lad stayed on and took the free kick, yeah. but obviously it's, it's correct then, isn't it? It's a fair, fair dues, fair dues. Um. Yeah. So that and that, that was. I mean, that's that's the Yeovil match. There wasn't really. It was a long way to go for a defeat. <laughs> um. <laughs> I can say that much. Um, did anything else stick out from you from the commentary? Anything, any good performances, any bad performances? Let's see if they match up with what I saw. Hippolyte, again. Miles Hippolyte coming on change. He, he has to, well, I think he will start, particularly well, yeah. with the suspensions now. But I, I say it every week, signing of the season. Yeah. Every single week I say it. And he's just, just once again, he was pivotal when he came on. Like like you said, with the yeah the smoke bomb on the pitch, that destroyed the momentum. I think, um, but he, he, he even from looking at the highlights, he was he was quality again, absolutely brilliant. I think he always makes the right decision. You know, when you've got sort of several options as to what to do, 
he seems to always make the right choice. And even if it doesn't come off, you can see what he was trying to, he was trying to do the right thing. It, it just, he, the way he plays just makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, th- do you think, do you think that's, do you think that's down to him being such a, a Swiss army knife when it comes to being, you know, a player, he's a utility player, Maybe. isn't he? Yeah. You know, he's, he finds himself in all these different situations from different matches that he's played. He's, He's just got a natural experience experience. of different situations. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. And I did have a kind of a theory about the red cards. I don't know if it really stands up, but it's just something I've been thinking about, that we're trying to play a kind of a a sort of a Liverpool-esque style with lower league players. Obviously, they're not all national. Some are higher standard than the National League. But when you try to play that high-energy physical um sort of pushing your opponent to the limit then I guess with slightly lower standard players than the the ones that play for Liverpool obviously you're gonna get fouls and sometimes it's gonna boil over and sometimes it's gonna be a mistake and I reckon that with another season of working for Challoner that will probably iron itself out but I reckon because it's the first season that could explain even some of them might not be tackles, but it might just be that their spirits are so like high yeah. that it it can boil over into to bit too much aggression because they play mm-hmm. with such aggression. This is my theory, anyway. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with that. When you're playing on the edge like that, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's exactly. It. I agree with that a hundred percent. Yeah, I what, what I was thinking about it as well, but just for collars, not for the others that. I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to cast aspersions here, but maybe he was a bit frustrated that the game was stopped, and he wanted. He was. He was trying to get the ball back. He was trying to get the tackle in, uh, and they do that counter press really, really well all the time. Well, most of the time, don't they? So maybe just a bit exu- you know over exuberant to try mm-hmm. and get the ball back in in what he thought was lost time because of the stoppage from the smoke bomb. That that was my sort of theory. But yeah. I, Totally, uh, totally, totally get on board with yours as well, Chloe. Yeah. Um, so, so to, so to sum up, hippo is quality. And talking yes. of quality, Russ, talking of quality, we are pleased to remind you this week's podcast is sponsored by Arcade Wow, Stockport's very own manufacturer of premium quality retro style video arcade machines for the home or business, which come with over 15,000 games, including classics such as Street Fighter and Space Invaders and Mortal Kombat. I won't do the Mortal Kombat thing like I have done every week because no one cares. You can see all their arcade <laughs> machines and even arrange a visit to their Stockport showroom at arcadewild.co.uk or see the link in the description on our YouTube page. So contact Arcade Wild now for details of your £149 discount, courtesy of us at the Scarf Begara. Well, us. Us. All of us. And with that, I'm going to nip and get a drink. Is that all right? Well, you two crack on. That's fine. Yeah, absolutely. It's just me and you now. He's going to get a drink. I'm on coffee tonight, so I won't be nipping anywhere. Um, just a couple of comments that have come through. Vicky says, um, thank God you called it a smoke bomb and not a flare. This this is something that's been doing the rounds. I don't know if you've seen this on have you seen this on Twitter, Chloe, doing the rounds? No. Um, I, that, and that's why I called it a smoke emitting device. Because if you say if you say flare, you get loads of people arguing with you. Um, but I wouldn't call it a smoke bomb either. Because it didn't explode, but you know, whatever. Um, Boreham Wood on Saturday. I was ne- I nearly said Boreham Wood on 
Monday then. I'm getting all my dates mixed up. Um, what do you think? They, they've fought, they've pr- pretty much fallen off a cliff, haven't they, since the FA Cup um, exploits? Yeah. It's, I have to say, I found really funny. <laughs> <laughs> because at the end of that game, their manager's going over to the crowd and he's going, we are going up and all that. And it's like, you're watching it thinking, I don't think you are. No. Um, and clearly, you know, I think when you've expended all that energy into such a big game for your club that it's hard to raise yourself again for the league after that. Um, I think I think that was the sort of the pinnacle of their season for them. And they couldn't they couldn't raise the performances again once they'd done that. Um Having said that, they'll probably be brilliant on Saturday, won't they? Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> you just know it, don't you? Um, I think they've only won one in the last nine or ten or something like that since yeah. that FA Cup. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, and listening to the non-league podcast this week, they were saying, and I, and I think I'm right in saying as well, at the time they were in the FA Cup while playing whoever they got knocked out by, was it Everton? They yeah. they were, f- they were if they'd have won all their four games in hand on us, they'd have gone top. Yeah, yeah. And now there's something like, well, I could tell you they are, um, if I do my maths really quickly, 23 points behind us. And the because they, they lost last night at South End, um, which is kind of kind of makes you feel better going into Saturday because if they won, that would have been they would have been coming into the game with us on the back of two wins in a row there, which yeah. is a totally different matter to what yeah. one win one win in 56 or whatever the hell it is they're on. <laughs> Well, I remember yeah. you know it's like you look at you looked at the, them at the time when they were had four games in hand and they like say they could have gone top if they won them all and it always reminds me of something that Dave Jones used to say and he always used to say it's better to have the points in the bag and yes it, it, it is even though it was all that time ago it is still true yeah that I... yeah absolutely it's hard when you're chasing it so let's 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 take that thought now, and and I was going to talk about it later, but we might as well do it now. Wrexham, let's talk about the promotion push. We've got the points in the bag. We need to get to ninety four points, don't we? Wrexham, if they win all their games, can only get to ninety three. How are you feeling then? Just based on what you just said, there point, points in the bag. Are you are you not nervous? Are you not are you not like checking the table every day, making sure it's not changed? Yeah, I'm nervous for sure. <laughs> yeah. We're all nervous, Russ. No, but I just I, I don't know if I, I get the feeling maybe it's just social media that some people are like like oh no, there's no nerves here. We're we're going to do it. I watched that team on Saturday against Yeovil. That was the first time I've seen them play poorly since we played Barnet at home. Yeah, so since since Chaloner came in, you know, it's, it's... yeah, because yeah. that was the last game of Rusk, wasn't it? So. Yes, yeah. even the defeat, even the defeats to Torquay, which was an unlucky defeat. Rotherham, we we matched Rotherham. Yeah. Um, Wrexham, okay. Um, it was a, it was a one-off game. Once it, I mean, if if that had been a league game, we'd have probably come away with a point because it would have played it differently. And Grimsby, we got the red card. So that's what's playing on my mind now. And I don't want to. Am I right in thinking we've scored in every league game under Chaloner as well? Yeah, I think I think that's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard them say that on the radio. I think. Yes, 
Yeah, yeah, which kind of, gets, kind of gets you to that point where you're like, well, they'll be worried about us. Yeah. yeah everyone we play now is going to be worried because we score every league game, regardless. So, yeah. So, so if, if, if Wrexham are going to want to beat us next, next week, they're going to have to... We're going to have to score at least two. Yeah. And we can again, afford to lose to them, can't we? Like, yeah. if we win the other games. Yeah. So we need to win three, don't we? We need another nine points. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got three home games, two away. That's what I'm I'm, 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 I'm grasping onto that, that we've got three home games, which is weird because our away form is better than our home or our away record this season is yeah. better than our home. Um which, considering we've lost our last three away in all competitions, is mad. Yeah. <laughs> so, and this is what this is what I'm I'm sort of with all this information. I'm trying to balance it out, and I can't quite see. Where, I can't quite be confident or not. I just like it's just it's just well, heavy My other half is um, an adopted county fan, but he's he also supports Juve, right? So obviously they're used to winning a lot of league titles, and he's got much more experience of winning league titles than I have as a county fan. (laughs) Um, (laughs) We've been talking about it, and he said to me um, that title races are always like this, and that you because when we were winning all the time, and Challoner was saying in his press conferences, we are going to hit adversity, we are going to lose the game, and I'm like, no, we're not. (laughs) Um, and he said uh, um, my other half said to me that yeah it's just normal and there's always a game like the Oval game that you shouldn't lose and you do lose and um, so that kind of made me feel a bit better that this is just like the normal what normally happens Um, well you should hire him out as a motivational speaker I know (laughs) just send him out to county fans (laughs) A fan psychologist. Hey, that's yeah. good. Do you know, we could start a business, fan psychology. Yeah, calming people People down. pay for anything yeah. nowadays. We could do that. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just get a subscription going. £5 a month. Yeah. Two million, two million subscribers. Happy days. Yeah. Um, get, get, him, get, him a, get him in a bath full of ice and charge him <laughs> 500 quid for the privilege. Yeah. Um, we're getting a few comments in from how other people are feeling. So do, do messages in with how you're feeling. Um, this one, this one's quite interesting. Happy Hatter. She says she's not going to Wrexham if she couldn't bear it. Now, I did. You know what? I had a bit of a palaver getting the Wrexham tickets, and that's a whole new. That's a whole other story. But I was kind of sat there thinking, well, even if I don't get them, it's not much lost because I'm not sure I could I could cope with going. If you know, if there was something, if we were, they were one point behind. And well, it's the fact it's on telly, though, because don't you think it'll be even worse? The nerves will be worse watching it on telly, just pacing. I think so. I think oh, so. I yeah. hope so. There. Yeah, yeah. It's always better when you're there, isn't it? Yeah, you're less yeah. nervous when you're at the match. Yeah, I don't know. You, feel, that, I just have... you can somehow feel you can control it a bit more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, you can like suck the ball in. Yeah. Well, I, I just get the half scowling at me if I. <laughs> I suppose you I suppose you can though, can't you, to a tiny extent and because you're you're there supporting the actual players, mm-hmm. aren't you? And but yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm an I'm an absolute nervous wreck. I am. Yeah, uh, there was another I, comment up there was another comment actually up that, that I agreed with. It was me. Oh there we go. Was it should be enjoying it but can't wait for the season to be over. That's exactly what I'm like. But then as soon as it's over, yeah, within well, ten well, minutes of the season being over, it's like, oh like how long till August? What, is there any cricket yeah. on? What we're going to do for three months? You know, 
Mad. Yeah. Think, yeah, we'll uh, miss it when it finishes for sure. Yeah, we'll miss it, and we we absolutely will. And also, we're not. I think there's an element of me because we're not used to this, but how many? How, you know, how many seasons have we had? How many seasons have you sat at County dreaming of being near the top of whatever division we're in at the time, hoping that we'd be challenging for the top? Yeah, um, actually. Um, that's something that Challoner did say in one of his post-match things that um, he said, being under pressure like this is a privilege. If you'd have said at the beginning of the season, this is what we'd be doing. He was like, these players would have all said, yes, that's what we want. So he's, he's turning it on his head and saying, yes, it's a privilege to feel this pressure and to be nervous because that's what we want. Yeah. And if you, <laughs> if you look at the likes of, you know, Madden, Quigley... The, the likes of Palmer, Hinchliffe, Jordan Keane as well, who could possibly come in. The winners. Yeah. The, 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 particularly the, the lads who've been with us like five or six years, they've, they've known nothing but winning with us for half a decade. Uh, it's, we're not going to let this slip. And that, just clip that, Wrexham fans, and post that <laughs> on all your, your Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's other people. Yeah, Matt Bryan, um, he's from the US. I'm not nervous at all. I, 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 I'm glad. I'm glad you're not, mate. Because honestly, I uh... Russ is nervous enough for all of us. I think. <laughs> yeah, it's funny though because I'm not like like you just you just you just said it, Chloe. I'm not nervous when I'm there. No. But you know, when I'm away from it, it's just so so bad. Um, slightly think... going. Go on. Sorry, I also think that we're nowhere near as good without Sasovic in the team. I think when we yeah. when he was injured, like that it was the same that we, we struggled to those like one nil wins and stuff. Um and I think when he comes back, which I guess will be Chesterfield, yeah, um I think we'll look different. Yeah, yeah. Um kind of going back to what you said before about playing on the edge. Uh someone who does play on the edge is Paul Mullin, and he's he's one yellow card away. From a two-match ban. Yes, he is. As well, which is yeah. uh So I, I don't know if it, I can't remember who they're playing at weekend. But should we South End? Should, should we it? text text their centre halves and say, "Oh, Paul <laughs> Mullins has been saying this about you." Paul Mullins said you're a bad gimp. Let's <laughs> 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 see what happens. <laughs> um, but yeah, some good comments coming through. Keep them coming. Cheers for that. Um. So we kind of moved on. That was the promotion push, wasn't it? Um, should we just? We've kind of covered national league Tim pottery, haven't we? With the with the spy rights rights spy rights rights lads. Easy for me to say. Uh, Cheshire Senior Cup champions. Did you? You didn't go, did you? Did you go, Chloe? No. No, same. I didn't go either. Um, I li- I listened, and it was good to yeah. hear Glenn Rule on on co commentary. That was a blast from the past. I just got flashbacks of like 20, 2015 or 2016 people saying, oh, we'll be all right once Rule and Baggy come back. We'll be fine. Yeah, we'll be remember fine that. once Rule yeah. and Baggy are fit. But yeah. yeah. But he, he says he says he didn't bite the Staley Bridge player. So that, that, what he that, said? Was the, that was the scoop we needed. Yeah. But yeah, he, he, says, he, he says he didn't. And I, for one, believe him. Did he say what he's doing now, where he's playing or anything like he's that? Pl- he's playing for City, City of Liverpool now. Oh, is he? Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's, obviously, he's, I think he's a, he's a neighbour of of John Kieran's. Jo- John Kieran's a proper Wirral fancier now, <laughs> living, living in the uh, the old o- oblong of dreams. 
he's uh yeah he's, any, anyone who's from the world john kieran knows him now he's like yeah i'm expecting john kieran to join half man half biscuit like soon <laughs> just going for the just get, getting on stage with the coral or something but um yeah yeah so yeah he's playing for city liverpool i believe he's a personal trainer as well but he played for Vauxhall motors as well hence ah uh, right the, the connection yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so he knows. I think he knows quite a few of quite a few of their lads and what have you. But he's, he was a he was a good pundit. I'd quite happily hear him. I, I do like uh, ex players as co commentators. As, as good as Sa- Sam and Liam are both great as well because they, yeah, they yeah. Re- really know their onions. They really do. honestly. I, I saw Sam burning the street. I brought a shallot. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, that, that's not an onion, mate. That's not an onion. So, so he really does know his onions. But um. But yeah, there's, there's something about having an expert. Macaulay Southern Hales was on the other week. He he did the uh, the co commentary. I do I do like a, a a player on there. Yeah, yeah, I did like what, Sam Burns' reaction to the Solihull Moors goal. Very very uh, balanced, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> can can we just take a second to talk about Sassy Sam on uh, on on Twitter? It, oh, yeah. fantastic! Yeah. He, He's got a bee in his bonnet about the National League and as well... He quite has, right, quite right too. Yeah, yeah, but I, I I do love the sarcasm dripping from his tweets. You can taste it. <laughs> um, yeah, shall we talk quickly about... Well, anything more in the Cheshire Senior Cup? Obviously, strolled to a 5-0 win in the end. Yeah, it was good to see uh, that the... By the sound of it, the senior players let the, let the academy lads... Kind of have the have the trophy first and soak up the applause oh, and what have you. Yeah, and while we're on the academy lads, Cody Johnson. I mean, oh. the, the the court order prohibits me getting this into any seventeen-year-olds, but he's new con <laughs> new contract. He, he he liked my tweet about him as well. I, I tweeted that uh, Phil Foden wears Cody Johnson gym jams, and Cody's liked it. So nice. That, that was the weirdest fanboy moment of my life. That was. When I realise he's like half my age, I could be his dad. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I've never, I've never been able to say that about a player before. You're getting old, mate. Getting old. Oh, you can't, you can't use the editor on Football Manager anymore and put yourself in there because no, no one would have you, can you? I don't, I don't, I don't use the editor. <laughs> I, I, I play, I play it properly how it's meant to be played. Yeah. I don't, I don't mess around with the editor. No, Apart no, from, no. oh no, when Mason Greenwood stuff came out, I paid for the editor then to get rid of him, but. Paid for the editor. You don't have to pay for it, do you? The editor comes with it. Anyway, let's not let's not get into that. <laughs> let's not get into that. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it was nice that one. And Cody, just Cody Johnson as well. Just a quick word. He signed a pro deal, didn't he? Or a yeah. pre-contract? Because I know he's only seventeen. I don't know how that works, to be honest. But um, yeah, so anybody that does come along and wants him, they've got to got to pay cash. So and we don't news. need we don't need cash. So, no, but that's it. it. That it 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 uh, it pushes the price up even further, doesn't it? And that's what we want. We said it on previous pods. We want to soak up all of the talent in the local area, um, and have them either playing for us or coming through our system at least. Yeah, yeah. I I, I hope I hope we can get it uh, get it sealed, get the title sealed with a game or two to spare, so we can see him see him come on at Edgeley Park, make his league debut. That'd be great. Oh, That'd be great no. seeing him Cruyff turning his way to the title against Halifax. Love that. You've reignited Russ's nerves now. By uh, you have, exactly. Yeah. 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 
Oh, say just the blase with a couple of games to go. Uh, it's possible, though. It's... Oh, no, it's mathematically possible. Of course it is. But I just... Um, <laughs> just... Um, yeah, where, where was we? Cheshire Senior Cup. Um, let's talk briefly about the ticketing system, but not like forever but, but we, I, think, yeah. I think it needs mentioning as, as does the steward did last week um i had a right i had a right time with the ticketing system this week um did you tr did you did you try four tickets for wrexham any of yeah. you I, yeah my I mate got mine you was you would you failed chloe yeah did you did you queue up or did you was this an online thing online same. I, I kept refreshing and it suddenly came up and then I wanted three tickets. I got them, you know how you do, you get them in the basket. Yeah. Um, then put all my payment details in, went to pay, all the tickets have gone, went back on. And the problem is once you've had some tickets that have already gone, that's then taken time where other people are grabbing tickets. So once you get back on again, there's like none yeah. left. Yeah. So yeah. And from what I can gather from what people have said, I, 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 I might be wrong. It's, it's been known to happen quite a lot. <laughs> um, but the cause people complained for. Obviously, this hasn't really been a problem for much of the season. It's it's a kind of post Bolton that it's really ramped up. Um, but it seems as though when when you when you go to buy a gig ticket, your tickets are reserved. You've got them tickets. Yeah. Yeah, they're held. Yeah, yeah. But they've added that onto the system. But from what I can, what people have said, it's just a show. It's not actually. They're not reserved because that's no. what that's what happened to me. You're allowed to add them to your basket, and like you say, yeah. with a gig or something, they would be yours for like five minutes or something while you did the payment bit. Yeah. But you, if if somebody else has grabbed those tickets and paid for those same tickets quicker than you, you'd lose them. Yeah. 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 And added to that, it's been clear for a while that the system can't differentiate between season tickets and half season tickets, which is why last, last few events mm -hmm. that have come out, it's, it's been season ticket holders and half season ticket holders, which, right, okay. yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a, a case to say that's a bit unfair that half-season ticket holders. Uh, but, you know, it is it is what it is. But this time round, it was the day after for half-season ticket holders. But that's not actually the case at all. I've seen multiple half-season ticket holders who managed wow. to get a ticket. They just right. tried it and it worked. Yeah. Apparently, they're getting cancelled, though. From what people people at the club shop have said, those, those people who've got half-season tickets who bought tickets when they came out will be getting wow. their tickets cancelled. So I'd keep an eye out, people, if you didn't get one, because I think there may well be another wave coming on sale. Oh, yeah. That's... Um, yeah. But the system we use, future ticketing... Um, just from, from, <laughs> yeah, ironic. <laughs> <laughs> so from looking at their website... Uh, we are the provider of ticketing software for nine of the ten teams in the League of Ireland Premier Division, four teams in the League of Ireland First Division, along with six teams in the Northern Ireland Irish Premiership. In the UK, we work with St Johnston, Wraith, Montrose FC and Dundee United FC. 
uh, and are building our presence in England with Fleetwood, Rochdale, Stockport County, and Barrow. Now, I'm assuming with that Fleetwood connection, it's a it's a Rick Simkin thing. I'd imagine he's picked that. I'd, I'd, I hope we move in next season because yeah. we are by far the biggest club on any of those. Yeah. Like even Fleetwood, they might be a couple of divisions higher than us. Yeah, like, but they get, they get less fans, surely. Exactly. Like, less not, demand. Yeah, there's less demand for tickets. Yeah, they're not selling out home, are away. No, so, no. so it's, it's it's not it's not an issue. For, it's not an issue for any of the clubs on there. So, I'm, hopefully, once the season finishes, there'll be recriminations. I don't think recriminations are needed. I don't, I don't think people could have foreseen the uh, the increase the in demand. demand. No, no, yeah, no, and it's not, it's not the club or or the providers' fault. I guess it's it's mm. just it's just what it is. You know, they're not they're not gonna. They're not going to invest a load of money to foresee a Chesterfield match. Oh, sorry, a Wrexham match that's just a one-time thing for them. Um, mm. Yeah, but by some miracle, I managed to get two tickets. So I was refreshing and refreshing, um, and I have, I've got a job to do. So I had a meeting, so I thought, well, I've got a meeting in five minutes. I've got to go. So left me left my laptop to one side. Just before my meeting started, in the corner of my eye, I saw somebody tweet and said, it's back up now, the, the site. So I quickly swiveled on my chair, did it, put put uh, everything's an also fill for me, so it's just all banged straight in, um, and got two seats that are nowhere near each other for me, my lad. And there was about ten blue dots left. I'd be very surprised if people are sitting in their allotted seats anyway. They well, certainly yeah. weren't at, at Bolton. No, <laughs> so... no, yeah. I, but I'm always worried. I, I tweeted it the, uh, last night, I think. I'm always worried. I'm, I'm torn between I don't want to be the person that gets moved mm. and I don't want to be the person that has to move somebody. Yeah. So, you know, what, you know, it's sort of stuck in the middle, aren't you? Well, I had it at Bolton. Like, someone was in my seat, so we went and, went and sat elsewhere. And then, obviously, someone else comes up and says, well, these are my seats. It's like, well, do you want to go and tell the person who's in my seat? And yeah. then they're gonna go and say, "Well, do you want to tell the person who's in my seat?" And instead of watching the game, yeah, yeah. doing a trip, a trip of the stands to, uh, <laughs> yeah. on your bike, pal. So it, it is to, to quote Steve Rusk, "It is what it is, isn't it?" Yeah, and Happy Hatter again, quite rightly. We need to answer the questions about loyalty. I saw that Clear Blue Skies tweeted a few a few links just from looking in, t- in ten minutes. On the clubs that had recently yeah. implemented loyalty schemes. Yeah, I saw that. It was good. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, the Bradford one looked really good, actually. Um, yeah. I still maintain it's not easy to implement because you, unless you just have, you start from now. If they want to do what it, yeah. it's going to start from now, unless they do some, unless they do some like uh, purchase history analysis, yeah. which maybe they will, maybe they won't. I don't know. And then you, you've got to start in balance on your. Loyalty points, but yeah, it needs sorting. It feels like the two main issues at the moment are stewarding at home matches and the loyalty scheme. Yeah, also, also around the fan base. Fun, it's a nice situation to be funny in. That. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And everybody's got to start being a fan at some time, haven't they? So, yeah, I mean, yeah. you do want to be welcoming that, and it's the thing that's going to push us forward and grow the club and all of that. So, you know, I guess we have to try and be a bit understanding of new fans, you know, yes. a bit of give and take, I guess. Yeah. 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 Th- th- like I said last week, don't buy new fans as long as they, they adhere <laughs> to certain un- certain rules. You know, like if it's a City <laughs> fan, don't wear your top. 
Yeah, exactly. don't, don't spend the whole match behind me talking about how great Vincent Company is. Don't do that. Yeah. Watch the match. Don't yeah. don't don't slag off the football the standard of football you're watching. You're there to watch the football. So yeah, yeah, there's certain rules, isn't there? Yeah, definitely. Just mutual respect, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, not mutual. I've got no respect for Man City. No, no, no. I don't mean for that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, what else have we got to talk about? We've talked about oh, late the ladies. Oh, the ladies, um, they the finished their season, weekend, yeah. It's 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 the final. We're gonna get Steve back on. Um, uh, I know Steve does watch the show, so we're gonna get Steve back on. I've arranged with that with him for the end after our season is finished. So we've got we can sort of bookend the seasons with like a roundup of the ladies on, on, on that dedicated show. Um, yeah, I think their season's finished. They had a they finished with a good win as well, didn't they, the other day? Um, yeah. Anything more on that, Nick? Because I honestly don't know. I've not looked it up, to be quite honest. I'm not, well, I'm not prepared the... for the ladies because I wasn't speaking to Steve. So, <laughs> well, they've got the final. It's the final home game next. It's sun, this Sunday at Stockport Village, uh, yes. two p.m. versus versus Durham. So it sounds like there's a there's a few. Uh, and obviously, you get. I think is it reduced entry or free entry with your with your county free. season ticket? Free with a yeah. county season ticket. Yeah, and, and there's a bar. Yes, I do apologise, Steve. If you're watching, you sent us a message, and it's there in front of me now. I can see it. Sorry, yes, that's that's what. I'm... It's oh, like Russ has just been drink, drinking heavily to get over the nerves, and uh, <laughs> yes. he's forgetting all sorts. Like he, he forgot he had a son. He left his son in Yeovil on Saturday and then got halfway over. That's why he stopped at the services, wasn't it? Well, he had to turn around and go back Yeah, to him. No, he just, he, just caught, he just caught up. He ran on the hard shoulder. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's Durham. It is Durham. Um, um, the Pink Panthers' favourite team. Durham Sestria. Pink Panthers' yeah. favourite team. Durham. Durham. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. So, yeah, I'm so not proud two- of myself. Two o'clock on Sunday, so it's, you, you could go Saturday night, Sunday, and Monday to watch County. Yeah, and you can drink all the way through that if, if that's your type of thing, or you can not drink. It doesn't matter. It'll still be enjoyable. It's winning, winning teams, isn't it? Two, yeah. two winning teams. You don't need to be pissed for that. So yeah, Sunday. Apologies for that, Steve, but we've done it now. So yeah, who's done it? <laughs> well, you, well, you did it, and then I, and then I, then I realised. Yeah. Um. Okay, I think that's all I had on my list. Um, how's your tortoise pod going, Chloe? Going well? Yes, thank you. Yes. Um, I'm probably not supposed to announce this yet, but yet. But exclusive, it, exclusive. It, it is going to an end at the end of the season, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but I have another job lined up, so it's okay. Nice. They're not going to take all the old ones down, are they? Are they, are they no, still going to remain up there? So, no. Basically, um, it it is um, Tortoise are a news company, and because they've brought out a football podcast, it, it's done pretty well in terms of numbers, but it's nowhere near their news podcast numbers, um, and obviously, it's all about. The figures and and everything like that. So they they think because they're not a football brand, that it's not gone crazy like some of their news stuff does. So, 
but it's been so much fun and I've absolutely loved it. And it's been talking about the proper stories from football. So yeah. 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 That's yeah, I love it. It's almost like following the subtext. It's kind of like, yeah, the little subplot sort of thing. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's you know, it's the type of stuff you're not going to hear. I'm, well, I'm glad that I'm glad all the shows are going to still be there anyway, because I'm, I'm kind of like catching As far as I know, I'm, I'm probably not supposed to tell anybody. So anyone. Well, most people have stopped watching by now anyway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell us what you're moving on to or is that is that secret not yet, or... not okay. yet. okay okay but, Very yeah it's good so but you'll still be available to come in here won't you yeah all right good okay good, <laughs> good. That's, that's the main thing here. Not, not yeah so, yeah yeah not your mortgage as long as you can come <laughs> on here yeah. <laughs> just mess around with us for, for an hour every couple of weeks uh, good stuff, right? We've got some things to talk about, to announce, really, haven't we? Oh, that's that's what I wanted to say. I just wanted to mention actually that um, I've spoken to a few people recently at recent matches that have that have, that have said that they enjoy the show. So it's always nice to speak to people who, who who watch. So thanks very much. It's I find it really difficult. I'll be honest with you because people say hello and I don't know who they are, so I have to look them up on Twitter and things. But I do that, and it's you know. It's it's fine. So Arthur I spoke to Arthur at, at Yeovil. That was a good, you know, I had a good chat with Arthur. Saw uh, saw Ben at, at Yeovil as well. Um, yeah, so I saw the picture of you looking like a catalogue model. <laughs> I was going to yeah, I was going to wear my specs, me uh, me me shades, you know, for a little intro before, but I I, I gave up on it. Um, yeah, just gave up. Uh, Elite Elite Ginge as well. I spoke to him at, at Grimsby. Um, Really, really nice, really nice chap, and thanks us for what we do. And then, the, the, honestly, the, this is a really good one in Stresham Services. I might, I'm going to go to, back to Stresham Services. That's such a good time. This is a new, new meeting for you, isn't it? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, a guy um, just, just out of the blue, just, just like shouted me and said, "Really enjoy what you're doing." An older gentleman. He said, "I really enjoy what you and Nick do on the podcast. Keep it coming." He said, "I don't know. I'm." He said, "I'm, uh, I'm not very technical, so I don't know how to comment, but this is." Take this as my comment, and I'm like, thank you so much. And I shook his hand, and it's just really nice in it to get uh, to get that kind of feedback. Yeah, I think you know when you when you do something and you put yourself out there, it is weird when people come up to you and they recognise you. It's a bit like being almost famous, isn't it? But um, it 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 does. This is what you do it for, isn't it? You do it so people enjoy it, and yeah. and then when yeah. people do, it's great. Yeah, I think Desinks Junior. Uh, coined it perfectly when when um, I wrote some uh, I wrote uh, some answers to some of his questions, and uh, for for an article he did, and he basically started the article with him being a fanzine producer. The most we ever ask for or, or get is when you're walking through county, people look at you as if to say, "I know that face," <laughs> and then that's it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, that's, that's I think that's a really good really good way to put it. Um, but yeah, we do it. We do it because everybody enjoys it, and, and for the exiles as well. Um, obviously, bringing bringing people closer to county. Um, we enjoy it as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I know my face, my face doesn't look like I do, but I really do. <laughs> the highlight of my week. Is it highlight of your week? Yeah, going, ca- so, going, yeah. going county is my highlight. I would say. All right, but is it? I'll, sp- I'll spend time yeah. with my kids. <laughs> Just got to say yes. that. Get that in there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, um, admin before we go, 
admin. Yes. What admin do we have? Do we have some? I've, admin? Yes, I've got three. Oh, oh no! Actually, we need to do the ticket giveaway as well. Do you want to do that? Yes. So we are giving away a pair of tickets for the night, the county shirts night. Wait, just, 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 just wait, just wait. We're going to do a ticket giveaway, so we're going to do another competition. You're joking. Not another one. There we go. <laughs> I'm, I'm so glad I kept that. You know, I was messing around. I was messing around on the studio thing the other day, and I thought, should I get rid of that? I was like, no, no, I'll keep that just in case. Brilliant stuff. Um, yeah. So we'll give away a pair of tickets for the it's Peter Ward and Ben Walker at Notion Friday the thirteenth of May, which is it's going to be shaping up to be a magnificent county weekend at notion on vernon street so we're going to give you like 48 hours this the guests are special guests as as you accidentally confirmed one last week (laughs) but luckily it was right at the end when no one was watching and no (laughs) one noticed um so yeah alan lord and jim gannon are both confirmed as guests so starting now you've got 48 hours to comment wardy in the chat and then we will pick a winner. That's Wardy, W-A-R-D-Y. Is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Jobs are good. Un. So we'll give you 48 hours to pick a winner. And then, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll... But that's we'll that's start. that's not that's not in the chat. That is in the comments of the video. Yeah. Go the to the video. Go to the video on YouTube and in the comments. Right, Wardy. Stop it, Ian Dowden. Stop yeah. it, Jamie no. Willis, you silly sausages. No, 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 no. No, do it in the comments below. And while you're there, like the video as well. You know, (laughs) that wasn't even our fault it went wrong. That wasn't our fault. I know. This time. Well, the the last one wasn't our fault, really. Well, kind of your fault a bit, wasn't it? Um, (laughs) uh, Have you got any admin, Russ? Yeah, I have, yeah. Um, You you do yours and I'm going to smoothly move on to the others. Right, well, I've got two things for admin. We are going to do a... Hopefully, going to do a fan hub event very soon before the season ends at the King's yep. Tap. Um, so we're just working that out. Basically, that'll be ticket through the app. It's a free ticket. You'll get a free pint when you get there, and we'll we'll do a we'll do a podcast basically with a guest. Yeah. Uh, that's that's Where, how it's going to work. Where's the King's Tap, Russell? Cheadle Hume. 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 Yes. Hume. Yes. It is. Yes. That's. Uh, I've never spoken that posh before. You know, because I'm from Bridge Island, Brittany. And you never will again. <laughs> um, you must like, best get some elocution lessons before yeah. <laughs> uh, before we go up there. I need them. Uh, and then, um, assuming we do go up, and I've, I hate bringing this up again, but assuming we do go up, we are going to be in Notion from 12 o'clock till 2 o'clock on Sunday the 15th. 15th. Well, you, you'll be there from 12. I'm just going to rock up at like whatever time I want. And start drinking. I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be about eight pints deep by the time you get there, mate. Right. Decided. Okay. It's okay. So it's just you're, you're, you're babysitting me that day. Right. Okay. You're, make, you're, you're making sure I get safely to my door. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the other one is well, if you might have it. Hats half. Yes, the Hatters half marathon is. Let me just get the date. Well, I, I'm contemplating running it, Russ. So that, that should be funny, shouldn't it? Oof, um, yeah. So, yeah, it's Sunday the 4th of September. The race starts at Edgeley Park and follows the River Mersey. To, it's, a lo- it's a lovely route. I've, I've marshalled it. 
on a previous occasion. It's a bloody lovely route. Uh, follows the River Mersey down to Northenden and f- forms a loop at Ford Lane and Boat Lane before returning to the finish in Alexandra Park. Unfortunately, it's not Alexandra Park near me in Manchester. It's Alexandra Park in Edgeley because I thought, well, that, that'll be handy. I'll get, I'll get home quick. But um, yeah, so it is Sunday the 4th of September. It's £22 for affiliated runners to UK Athletics and £24 for non-affiliated runners. Uh, all profits going towards the Danny Bagara Statue Fund, which is creeping up very nicely. Uh, so go to all the w's.hattershalf.co.uk and they're also looking for volunteer marshals, which is, is actually a good day out doing the marshalling. So get in touch with John Giles or the co-op to put your name down for that. It's a, like three or four hours work in the afternoon with some, with some cool people. And you get to watch people much fitter than you doing exercise and feel awful about yourself. <laughs> Fair dues. Was that all you had? Any more? Yeah, uh, I'll move on. I'll move on to the to the record to the LP because okay. that's gonna that's gonna link nicely into the next bit of admin. So this okay. week's LP for the people asking is the corals, Coral Island. Oh, nice. You're yeah. a fan of the coral, aren't you, Russ? Yeah. Uh, it's New Indie, is what it is, Russ. <laughs> yes, yeah. Yes, it's, of it's Relatively New Indie. It is and New Indie, yeah. Was it, was, was it released within the last five years? It was, I checked. It's New Indie, it's New Indie. I checked. Well, to be honest, mate, Libertines are New Indie to me. and They were out in, like, 2002. But... For those people who listen, who are going to be listening to Russ on Manche- Greater Manchester's Real Rock Radio on Sunday, Russ with his classic indie show, and straight after that, I'll be on with the new indie show, as of this Sunday. Just been putting the show together, and there's some fantastic stuff. Some local, unsigned Stockport bands as well. Nice. Yeah, you won't get that everywhere. So, tune in for Russ Johnson. Stick around for me. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Did yeah. I miss any other admin while I was doing no, that? No, I was, all I I was concentrating on getting that link right. <laughs> it's done it really, really well. Chloe, have you got any admin? Is there anything, anything you want to say or plug before we go? Well, um, yeah, I guess so. I am looking for um, other female football fans to contribute opinions about um, problems or worries about talking about football um I'm to be honest when I first started um working as you know as a football writer and stuff like that if I got invited on a podcast I'd be just be absolutely terrified and I think having the courage to speak up and give your opinions it, it's not it's not easy um because even if it's how you feel yourself you feel like you might be being judged or you know ridiculed or whatever um even even if it's not the case you've still got that fear um and i'm hoping to put something together um in the near future that's going to help people and give them confidence and bring them out of themselves so that more women can talk about football and um you know join in the conversation and, and not have to feel too worried about it so if you keep your eye on my twitter i'm going to be tweeting about it quite a bit and um looking for experiences and opinions and stuff like that that's nice. and if, if, if anyone from the club is watching i've noticed uh her game too have yeah ad- advocates at yeah, each club uh, a kind of liaison officer type Thing, yeah, so. I've wondered that if, if County wanted yeah. to get involved with that. Get your shit together, County. 
lagging, yeah. lagging behind here. Yeah. yeah. And no, we do good. have a lot of female fans that like to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I think we have more than I've seen. Uh, I mean, I was, I was talking to my girlfriend's dad about Scunthorpe and what have you, and he, he said it's compared to us. I, I, I think I think we've got a. I mean, we've we've got women in decent positions on the co-op board and stuff like that as well. So it's yeah, I, th I think we're missing a trick. Trick they're not not getting involved with the her game too. So also, yeah, also follow her game too on Twitter for for more more on that. Yeah, the club has associated itself, affiliated itself with her game her game too, though, hasn't it? It did it did that a while ago. Did we? Yeah, yeah. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah that's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They did the game, didn't they? Where the yeah. So yes. hopefully it'll become more of a, a regular thing because looking at what some clubs are doing, we're we're lagging behind. We it's are, a shame. I think, I think we are now, yeah. We are. In other respects, we're well ahead of other clubs. So, but I'd, I'd imagine hopefully the summer will be the time when the club look at that, look at where where they're lagging behind in certain areas, and we can, including ticketing as well and other stuff we've talked about. Just just watch us, and we'll tell you everything that's wrong. I don't think there's a particular problem at County, I must say. I think no, because there's no. always been a lot of female fans, I think um, County fans are, uh, are generally really good with stuff like that. Um, but there's always room for improvement and there's always good yes. ways to raise awareness of it and stuff like that. So, um, But yeah, I do think from my experience that, that um, being at County is not a particular problem being a female. Mm. Yeah. So I know you said you were going to tweet it, and you you are at Chloe Beresford, at Chloe J Beresford, at Chloe J Beresford. Do you know? I, I didn't even know that. I've I've tweeted you a loads, and I didn't even know you had a J in it. At Chloe J Beresford. Uh, but if someone isn't on Twitter that's watching this show, how can they get in contact with you? Um, you weren't prepared for that, were you? Well, <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what. What, what we'll do is we'll we'll. We'll get your email address or whatever you want to give us, and we'll pin it as a comment at the top of the comments. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We'll you that. can also get, get in touch with us. At contact at Scarfagow, or we're on the message boards. And yeah, you can Facebook you can pass it on to me. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Good Let, let's let's make men the secretaries. <laughs> Don't mind. Oh, finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. No, that's a that's I like that. That's a really good positive way to end end yeah. the show. Love it. As I noticed, we've, we've I've noticed as well. I mean, we just just to, just to talk about this a bit more. Actually, we do see our demographics of who watches our show, and yeah. even back in the day when we started, we we saw um, the demographic as well. And more women have started to listen and watch our show than ever before. It's rising. It's rising. Um, Party down. Yeah, parting down to, for you know you coming on Chloe, but we were we were we were making good inroads on that as well, weren't we? Weren't we, Nick? So um, we are. It's something we are passionate about. It's you know being uh, diverse and uh, inclusive. So yeah, good. Um, unless you're unless you're a City fan. Yeah, well, obviously yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. talk about football allegiances. <laughs> Inclusivity only goes so far. Fans <laughs> <laughs> support. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, right. Oh, I've just seen. I've just oh, seen oh. this uh, comment say is uh, somebody goes with a sixteen-year-old daughter with some of the songs. I just, I must say, the one that starts with "Oh, Stop Lockdown" is wonderful, and you know yeah. the one I mean. Yeah. I really think that that one it would be so good if that could be got rid of because 
it people with young daughters it, it just makes lots of people uncomfortable and i was I, uncomfortable with that when i was 10 so it yeah. astounds me that it's still it's still being well yeah i mean i went with my dad from being young and you know you you hear it and you're like oh god that's so embarrassing yeah yeah and he must have been yeah. thinking the same <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fingers crossed that can uh, get fed. And it also gets followed up with Manchester's full of shit, which mm. is just factually incorrect more than anything else. So, so that's that song is just terrible on both fronts. Yeah, there's a lot of songs that are factually incorrect, isn't they? Well, I, I watched the Bristol Rovers game the other week, and I don't think they are by far the greatest team in the world. Well, the this is it. I remember Dave Espley saying on ours on this podcast, "What we we sing, we're by far the greatest team. Like, what, what by far the greatest team the world has ever seen? What better than the Real Madrid of the sixties? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Brazil nineteen seventy. Yeah, yeah, our favourite. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I don't want to trivialise an important message. But it's, yeah, really, yeah, really, uh, really good. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Get woke, dickheads. Come on, it's twenty twenty two. <laughs> not talk, I'm not talking to you, I'm just talking to people who just still sing that shit. It's it's more of a minority than it used to be, but it's it's still too prevalent. Still there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um anyway, I see someone pointing out in the comments, what about F U Rex and we're gonna win the league? If you can't see the difference between that and this. <laughs> oh, oh. Well, that, that, that six thousand people being misogynistic towards Wrexham in that song. Put it this way: oh. I would join in with one and not the other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what an eye! Oh, it's been fantastic. So you, you normally say that, Russ. I don't, I don't know. I just I just sit here looking gormless while you wrap it up. It doesn't. I didn't matter who says it. Do you want to wrap it up? Go on, you wrap it up. No, no, oh. go on, go on, go on, go on. Oh. No, and I oh no, I've got shy now. Right, Chloe, thank you so much for coming on. Um, we're going to continue. No problem. We're going to continue these through the summer. Um, so you're more than welcome to come on. Uh, you know, as we, you know, every, every you know every month like we like we've arranged. But um, I don't want to have a production meeting now, which is what we tend to drift into. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, thanks for coming on, um, Nick. As always, love you. Oh, you t- I love you too, mate. There you go. Yeah. Oh, I'll change it up a bit. <laughs> uh, and to everybody, my girlfriend doesn't even say that to me. <laughs> uh, and to everybody that's watched and commented, either on the podcast or the YouTube playback, thank you very much. If you can like and subscribe on YouTube and any podcast player you're on, please do follow, like, star, comment, whatever, whatever it is for that particular podcast player. I'm sure, I've missed something out there. Um, and we will be back next week, and hopefully, we will be. Um, closer to the title, we could even be champions. Depending if, if there's like if something mental happens, we could be. Nick, we, that's we enough. That's enough. I'm ending it. I'm ending it now. It's the 90th minute, all your mates around, 
you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.